The host of this show, Max Naist, lived in addiction for years and made lots of destructive choices, which resulted in losing friends, family, and his career. After being in jail for the fourth time, he knew he needed to make some big changes. Now, he shares the steps he took, which led to recovery and got his life back. Welcome to Fearless Happiness. 19.7 million American adults have battled a substance use disorder. 38% of adults have battled an illicit drug use disorder. But no matter what the struggle, no matter the challenge, you can overcome anything and become successful. Max and his guests share experience, strength, hope, and faith. If it's PTSD or military-related, trauma, physical, verbal, sexual addiction, alcoholism, you can accomplish your dreams. And with this show, we help others be fearless in their pursuit of happiness. This is Fearless Happiness, and this is Max Naist. All right, good morning. Good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in this world, everybody. It's Max from the Fearless Happiness Podcast. Today, I have a special guest coming to you here on the show. It's going to be exciting. I want to say your name right, Justin Rothelsberger or Berg. I butchered name. Rothling Schofer. Rothling Schofer. I was way off. Did you see? Your host is not perfect, everybody. But anyway, thank you. <laughs> well, look at my last Well. I don't know if you can see it, but it's N-I-J-S-T. People try to say that one. So you and I are unique with these difficult last names, but that's why, because we're special, Justin. Anyway, everybody, this is going to be a great podcast today. I have Justin here on uh, on the show today to share his story. So what I like to do, Justin, is have you introduce yourself to my audience, like who you are and what it is you do, and then we're going to rock and roll. Yeah, absolutely. So um my name is Justin, and uh, we've uh, got a company that focuses on really the mission is redeeming the health of the world. Uh, and it's through uh, purposeful, actional uh, empowerment of people from a truly holistically integrated way. So mental, physical, spiritual, emotional stress, um, and making sure that we can optimize um, the health of of individuals in, in each one of those categories by knowing exactly um, what is going on for each individual and making that uh, personable to them. And I'm glad you're like, I'm glad that you said that and that you're here today, right? Because that's kind of like the approach I take in the substance abuse realm also, right? Is, is that holistic approach, right? And getting the mind and body right. Because I always tell them, well, as you, I don't know if you know anything about the substance abuse arena, but a lot of like the old way was get them into the 12 step meetings get them right, you know, and which I, I'm a 12 stepper myself, Justin, but I believe, like you said, in the health part too, right? Cause if, if, if your body's healthy, your mind will follow, right? I believe and I've done it on my own. I know when I've not been so healthy, right? I, I don't feel good. I don't want to, I lack motivation. Right. But as soon as I start exercising again and, and getting my body right, eating right, exercising, then my mind seems to follow. Can you Tell the audience a little bit more about like how you approach that with with your clients. So the big thing um, that I think our philosophy is based off of is I believe in one truth, and the one truth lies in uh, lies in the Bible. And having a sol- solid foundation of whose you are and why you're here 
is is the big purpose. So, so many of us sit here and wonder, like, what's my purpose? Like, what's my calling? It's such a big, massive uh, undertaking, and can often hold us back from stepping into anything. And um, when we actually take a take a step back and say, first, okay, what's the goal? Like, what's what is it that we have to connect to? Connectivity is the biggest thing that we have to create. And if we can get connected to God, if we can get connected to our spiritual center, what I call our heart, right? If we know the true desire of our heart, that's God-given, that's going to be what lights that initial fire. And when we think about health as a whole, yes, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, all there, but there's it's, it's the health of the soul that matters. And the soul is a real living thing. And it's made up of four components. It's made up of the heart. It's made up of the mind. It's made up of the body. And it's made up of your environment. And when we think about the soul as being holistic, it all integrates into where we are because we're all just a bunch of souls having a human experience. That's it. I love that. Our souls are going to go to heaven at the very end. And we have to be staying connected to who made us. And when we get connected to who made us, we can get dialed into what our desires are. And our desires can also be translated over to our callings, our giftings. We've all been born to be world, world-class at something. I don't care if that's a world-class communicator. I don't care if that's a world-class athlete. I don't care if that's a world-class coach. I don't care if that's a world-class parent. You are meant to be world-class at something and you have a calling on your life. You have a calling to impact. And God has given us promises. He's promised an abundant life, but it means that we have to stay connected to what his plan and what his calling is for us. And what happens is we're often not willing to obey that. We're not willing to step into that. We're not willing to go into the dark areas that he's asking us to. And if we're not willing to do that, we do not yield the promises that are ultimately there. And so if we're not willing to step in and lean into those areas, that's when we find success without fulfillment. That's when we find failure without learning. That's when we find uh, ourselves um, 60, 70, 80, 90 pounds overweight and depressed and anxious all the time, simply because we're living in accordance to what we want, our earthly desires, our bodily desires, our body's telling us yes, our mind's telling us no, and our spirit is not connected to anything. So we don't know which direction to go. And that's what becomes really frustrating. And so what we talk about and where this philosophy kind of really kind of comes from is being grounded and rooted in the desires of your heart that are God-given and being connected in that space and then being educated and understanding what the language of your body is. And that language is HRV. That language is helping us understand how we're handling mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional stress and guiding behaviors, habits, and lifestyle changes around that so we can realize where we're going and what we want to accomplish. It's so unique that when we sit back and we start to say, hey, why am I not accomplishing what my calling is? But yet I don't go to bed on time. I don't right. sleep well. I don't eat well. I don't exercise. I don't hydrate. I don't listen to the right things. I don't act the right way. Um, I don't look, I don't give myself meditation or breathwork time. I don't give myself any space throughout the day to connect to, to God. And yet we wonder why 
we're not living the abundant life. We wonder why we we haven't caught our quote unquote lucky break. We wonder right. why we haven't gotten the favor or the fruit in our life that somebody else has. And it this is, has nothing to do about comparing to anything, but it comes back to realizing that if we're not living a right way, if we're misaligned, then our entire spirit becomes disintegrated or disintegrated as many people would say and when there's disintegration in our life there's no there's no wonder why we're not realizing the fruits that we want man that brings up a lot and i'm glad you brought that up because i mean i i understand exactly what you're saying but take my audience back a little bit so like how was the what were the challenges that you went through justin that brought you to this place where you knew right i, be, I believe everything you're saying right where i know it's in my soul right that i have a god-given gift and it's my duty to share with the world that gift right how did that happen for you like this wasn't just an overnight um uh thing was it like did you have some challenges that you had to overcome yourself that you said this is my path this is what i did this is after i got through that like this is where i know i want to go no none it was really easy i went to bed and i woke up and i i knew exactly what it was i'm just kidding um <laughs> i love it <laughs> um i uh yeah i mean you just ask where you want to start um uh, i at 12 years old um i knew that I was different. I had, um, I, I couldn't read real, really well. Um, was dyslexic, um, had major ADD and, um, but I, but I had a massive obsession for the body and how the body worked. And my dad said to me, he said, son, talent will get you noticed, but consistency will get you, which will get you paid. And, um, I was like, from now on, my, my quest is how do I become the most consistent version of myself? And um, I happen to be a very good hockey player, born in Canada. And uh, 12, 13 years old, I wore, was wearing heart rate monitors, brainwave sensors, uh, pulse oximeters, um, reading medical journals, asking docs for all my raw blood work to be able to figure out what my body needed. Um, I was obsessed with it to every degree imaginable. Um, that, that continued to propel um, ultimately my performances. And, and I was just... I was I was dialed into my body and had an understanding of my body's language to a, in a way that was very hard to articulate. I knew it better than any doctor knew my body. I knew it than any uh, better than any of my parents knew my body. Like anybody, not knowing your body, think about this: the thing that you live in, the vessel that you carry your God-given gift in. We can't understand. We can't articulate. We don't know and can't speak the language of this vehicle. We would never get into a Ferrari and start driving it down the highway if we didn't know where the brake was. We would never get into a Ferrari and start driving it on a racetrack if we had to hit a certain um, uh, if we had to hit a certain uh, speed. If we didn't know how to change gears, we would never get into a normal car and start driving if we didn't know how to drive a manual and it was a manual car. We would just never do it. Right. But yet we're in our bodies and nobody has ever taught us how to speak the language of our body. And so that was that I, I stumbled upon that. I, I, I knew 
every biomarker you could imagine. I knew every metric that you could imagine. And I knew my body inside and out. If I didn't sleep well, I knew exactly what I needed to do. If I was training, I knew exactly what I needed to do to recover. If I was um, uh, eating, I knew exactly what worked and what didn't work for my body. And it ultimately propelled my hockey career, but also my educational career. I went and got two bachelor's degrees, got my master's degree, did my postgraduate research in heart rate variability, sleep and recovery science. Um, and it ultimately took me uh, down to the US, uh, where I uh, became a performance director um, in the NCAA for two national um, championship winning teams um, oh, in men's women's basketball. Um, and then for a 10 year career um, as a performance director in the National Hockey League. And uh, really was a trailblazer and revolutionized the way that we utilize technology in sports, um, being able to help empower the athletes to understand their bodies, but then utilize the language of their body to help drive personalization and individualization to recovery and health techniques that ultimately correlated to performance. And so um, in 2019, um, after watching what I saw over 10 years in, in professional sports and seeing that it was a business and uh, the best interest of the assets, as you will, as the players in, was not the forefront, um, I took a stand and I saw decisions being made that uh, were creating addictive behaviors from opiates to unnecessary surgeries to you name it. And I took a stand against it and it cost me my job. Um, and during that season of 2019, I had met with probably about 65 high-level entrepreneurs, businessmen, businesswomen uh, around the country um, as we were playing different different games on the road. And um, the unique part is I was just trying to learn business. I was just trying to learn how to be a great leader, how to uh, grow businesses. And um, at the end of the conversation, they would always say, Justin, this is so amazing. I've never heard anybody talk about it this way, or I've never seen it done this way. What can, can you do this for me? And, um, lo and behold, um, those became my first private clients and people that I was working with and running through the same protocols, the same systems, um, and the same strategies that I was using with the NHL players to create their own playbook, to create their own systems, their own strategies, their own, um, uh, frameworks that, uh, from DNA, epigenetic, cellular testing, gut biome paneling, different biomarkers and helping understand the language of their body so that they could ultimately maximize health and realize performance. Because the unique thing is health has to be optimized first before performance can be realized, um, not the other way around. And so, um, overcoming kind of that obstacle of, um, of losing my job and moving forward onto something else. It, it propelled me into this business that, um, like I said, our goal by the end of 2026, um, is to have helped a million people. Um, and we're well on our way there. And, um, it's, it's, it's been pretty amazing. And like I said, at the beginning of the show, uh, our goal as a company is to redeem the health of the world by helping them to, uh, understand, uh, their bodies, um, and give them hope again for, for true holistic health. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like, a, I mean, you had to go through the rough patches. It sounds like to get to where you're at today. 
Right. And I, it sounds like you really loved hockey, right? Coming from Canada. Cause I say that my mother-in-law is from Canada and she's always talking about hockey and how cold it is in Canada and how she loves her hockey team. Um, Cause that sounded like it was something you loved. And then you took a stance, which is rare for a lot of people to do that. So I applaud you right to, especially when you're in a, that environment, it's a, it's something you loved, you played it, you loved it right now. You're helping pros. But I think that's a lot to be said about your character, right? Because like, you know, in, in professional sports, it's all about, right, getting them out there so they can play and make the team's money, make the NHL, right? Whether it's NHL, NFL, right? And, you know, I've heard about it in all sports, right? Where it's like, give them a shot, get them back out on the field or out on the ice and he'll be all right, right? And then... But like, as you see now, like, especially in professional sports, like hockey and, and football, where concussions are, right, very serious, right? And it could be, it ends up becoming a very serious health problems, right? And you hear, you know, I've heard, because well, I watched this um, documentary where, you know, football players are getting these concussions, right? And then they end up getting sick. Junior Seau, for example, right? And I, I'm bringing this up because... Like those are right when it comes to big companies like that. I call it companies because they are right. It's pretty much do what they say or, or you're out. So I love how you took a stance and now, right? Because I believe in health too, right? I, I feel better at 55, almost 55, um, than I did, you know, back in my addiction or even coming out of my addiction when I was lazy and I wasn't doing anything. But I'm not into it as much as you, but I'm always interested how I can become better health-wise, right? By knowing my body, right? Maybe because I'm getting older and I got all these grandkids and I want to keep up with them. So um, thank you for sharing that stuff, right? Because I believe too, and, and you're not the first one to tell me this, that if we're going to become better as people, right? In this world, it starts with us, right? And a lot of it starts with our health. Like, are we being healthy? Are we putting the right foods into our body? Are we exercising correctly and stuff like that? So, so walk totally. me through. I mean, what I go well, ahead. I was going to say, you're going to probably do a walk me through something like that, that you do with a client. Like, how do you get them started where they're probably, like you said, maybe out of shape and going, okay, this is going to be new for me, uh, Justin. How do we do this? Yeah. So I think there's, there's a certain level of like, um, nuance to that and and i'll kind of come back to this and i'll, and I'll preface with this is <clears throat> we talk about the the fake health continuum um where on the far left side there's death and disease in the far right side there's true health and then there's this big bracket in the middle called fake health uh that's where 90 percent of people live <laughs> um, it's disease you're disease free there but full of symptoms so anxiety, headaches, fatigue, stomach aches, body aches, can't eat anything because you're allergic to it all. Um, uh, you can't, you don't sleep very well. Uh, you've got a chronic um, brain fog. All of these things are symptoms and your body is communicating to them to you. But yet we've just 
normalize them. We've said, oh, this is what it requires to be a business owner. This is what is required to be um, a leader. This is what is required to be a spouse. This is what it can it is required to be married. This is what it this is what 40 looks like. This is what 50 feels like. This is what it feels like to be a father or a mother. And we've just normalized it. But yet what we don't realize is that we've just normalized disease. We've just normalized our journey to the far left side of the spectrum because we're operating in this fake health side. And there's a certain time window that will come where that window will get shorter and shorter and shorter in order to go from fake health to true health. So we talk about true preventative maintenance, preventative health, and the window will then close where spending time in fake health has now become treatment where you've now gone to the left side and you are in a true disease state. And that is up to us. That is that is truly dependent on what we uh, uh, whether we want to step up and lean into optimizing our earthly vessel. Right. So that we can steward it in the way that's necessary because guess what? We only got one heart. We only got one brain. We only got one body. Right. And God put one calling on our life in order to go through and one journey that we're meant to go and, and, and feel and execute it on. And if we're not stewarding our body, we're falling short of that. But I'll even preface that if we can't articulate, if we don't understand our body, how can we steward it? Because we don't know what decisions to make. We don't know if we go left. We don't know if we go right. And we are continually lost. And so going back to this is we might have a picture of what true health looks like. You wake up energetic. You're vibrant. You sleep like a baby at night. You go and you've got all of a full tank of energy to go and do everything that you're wanting to do throughout the day. You can train. You can work out. You can go to work. You can uh, serve all the people that you have to. Then you come home right. at night and you've got energy to play with your kids or be present with your spouse or whatever it is. And then you fall, your head falls on a pillow at night. You sleep soundly, wake up energetic, <laughs> all right, ready to do it again the next day. Right. That sounds amazing. Right. But the thing is, is that we, if we know where we are wanting to go, that's not enough. And so many people do these visioning exercises or these um, uh, setting it up to like paint their perfect day. Right. Those, that's all awesome. But the issue is that we don't know where we are today. You go to a mall and you're lost. You go to that little kiosk. They've got that map. The map's great. But the point that is so important is that little red dot that says you are here. I like so that. we need to know where we are. And if we don't know where we are, we don't know if we need to take a left or a right. We don't know if we need to take a slight bend, if we don't need to like go fast or slow, go upstairs or downstairs. We need to know where we are today. And the only way we can do that is if we understand our body. So going back to your question, when we start with somebody, we help them understand, firstly, heart rate variability. Heart rate variability is your body's way of communicating how it's adapting to stress and strain. And our body doesn't know the difference between mental, physical, spiritual, or emotional stress. You see, there's that full integration, integrated, that word, right? Mm -hmm. Full integration of holistic health, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional. So you will have a metric and a number that you can now look at every day to gauge, hey, how did my body adapt 
to the stress and strain, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, over the last 24 hours. And the unique part about that is if you actually take a deep dive into it, somebody who's on back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back Zoom calls, high-stress phone calls, serving people, having to be on, having to be present, or somebody who goes and runs a marathon, their HRV curve can look the exact same. Physical stress versus mental and emotional stress. You have somebody who's completely off purpose, somebody who's so stressed out, doesn't feel connected to anything, and somebody who has just gone through a sale of a company, their HRV curves can look the exact same. Spiritual stress versus mental stress. Okay. Two things, and the HRV curves will look the exact same. But what happens is this now empowers us to understand what habits and lifestyle behavior changes we need to make. And so HRV then gets connected and we teach and educate on what we call the eight controllables. So in all my research, we found eight major controllables in somebody's lifestyle that impacts HRV. That's exercise, nutrition, hydration, sleep, immune function, environment, mindset, and self-care. And those eight controllables have series of habits, behaviors, and lifestyle components that can be added or subtracted to your day in a purposeful and intentional way. And as we start to get these really aligned with your, with you and what your deep desires are, not every desire, not every lifestyle habit or um, behavior is great for you today because it's not in alignment with where you want to go or what you want to do or where you currently are. Right. But they're going to be great for somebody. And so that's why we need to have this metric to be able to help us. Once we are able to then go through this, it usually takes about a month to really get dialed into what your habit, lifestyle, and routines look like. We then go through a deep integrate uh, sense of testing, DNA, epigenetic, cellular, and gut biome testing. Why? So that we can now get specific with your nutritional needs. We can now get specific with your supplementation needs. We can now get specific with your hydration needs. We can now get specific with your immune function needs. And so we can get really dialed into what you need to do. And then we continue to now build out frameworks based on travel, based on high stress times, based off of um, just things life throws at you. And so that is what truly working with us looks like in a um, holistically integrated and complete nature that looks at every component. It is not doing a cookie cutter approach. We're not doing all this testing, taking all this biometric data, and then putting you into a cookie cutter lifestyle that um, everybody needs to live the own it lifestyle. No, own it comes into your lifestyle. So we know what Max needs. We know what Max is looking for. We know what Max requires based off of his, uh, when we just come on here, um, you said everything in uh, your life has been really hectic lately. And so the, the, looking at your lifestyle with what your kids, your family, your job needs, your hobbies are all doing is going to be very different from me. And I don't need you to live my lifestyle. That's the last thing I need you to do. I don't need you to adopt my morning routine. I don't need you to adopt my night routine. I don't need you to adopt my habits and behaviors that I do throughout the day. I need to figure out what's going to work for Max. I need to know what's going to be dialed in to get Max where he needs to go. And that's and that's what our that's what our team has been um, specialized to be able to do, and and how our processes and systems have been built so that 
people can truly optimize. Uh, I, I won't even use the word optimize. They can truly take ownership of their health again. They can own their health. They can f- know what it feels like to be healthy and get there while also being empowered along the way. See, and that's what I think people need more of, right? Justin is that empowerment, right? Because you said it, there was one thing you came up is that cookie cutter, right? We go to the gym, right? And it's always usually the same, right? You're going to do three sets of this. I'm just, you know what I mean? Eat chicken and rice and, and a green, right? Eat, eat, you know what I mean? You, you <laughs> you're smiling. You know what I'm talking about, right? So as I've got smiling and smiling and shaking my head, <laughs> exactly, right? And what I'm learning is that you're right. It's not cookie cutter, right? Everybody's different. Like you said, depending on their lifestyle, what they're doing, what their job entails, what their family life looks like, personal life. Um, so if you're listening, audience, remember that what Justin is saying, right, is to get healthy is to find out where you're at first, right? It's like in recovery. Perfect example, right? Justin, say I'm working with you as a client. I'm going to find out where you're at today. Like, because it's going to be different for everybody, right? The drug of choice, the whatever, you know, the traumas, or we have to find out where that person's at at that moment, then work from there because it's not going to be a cookie cutter. I can't always say, hey, Justin, I want you to go to five AA meetings a week, uh, go exercise at the gym every day, eat right, and you're going to be perfect, right? doesn't work that way. I get it. So this is so exciting to hear you talk about this stuff, right? Because there's not a lot of people that do that, uh, where they walk you through, right? The different areas of your life, they find out where you're at, especially when it comes to health. It's just, I mean, there's, as you, you probably see it all over, there's coaches, health coaches all over the internet. Um, so let me ask you this, Justin, when you came up with this, did you do that? You did this yourself, correct? To dial in your, your processes and right. Did you go through this with someone? It's a, like, for instance, you say, Hey, this is what I want to build. Take me through it. Let's see how we can make this better every day. Right. Like, right. Cause like you said, this you're not going to really, live my is- lifestyle. I'm not going to live yours. Right. How did, is that the process you went through when you started coming up with own it coaching? I mean, this has been an iterative process for me over the last 23 years, starting since I was, like I said, 12 um, years old, 12. And um, so, yes, we've had in since starting in really starting the company in 2021, because after um, uh, I got fired um, the beginning of 2020. Um, took about a year to get the company going and figure out like where we wanted to go, what we wanted to do. And I mean, we've grown to uh, almost an eight figure business in, in just under two years, which is pretty amazing. And, um, but if you think about it, it's, (laughs) it's been 23 years in the making. Um, And so um, I call, I call my time in the NHL was my Jesus carpenter years where I was honing my craft. I was continuing to use it in with the best athletes in the world, the the most elite athletes in the world. And then uh, different opportunities I got in, in the league. I, I wouldn't have known it at the time, but it was, you see God's fingerprint all over it where I was called uh, to go and speak at different um, 
uh, corporate events and talk about health. And people were like, ah, man, this makes so much sense. Like, how do I do this? And I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Start somewhere. I'm sure <laughs> go join a gym. Like that's right. Cause I, I wasn't doing anything at the time. Um, and, uh, then there was a couple, like, like I told you a couple business people that came and said, Hey, can, can you help me with this? And so I brought them on and did them one-on-one for a little while and kind of guided them through the same processes and same techniques teaching their body, learning metrics, learning epige- or learning um, HRV, learning the controllables, then doing DNA, cellular testing, blood testing, gut biome paneling to get a little bit deeper understanding, honing things in, building custom frameworks for them, helping to adjust their lifestyles based on these things. And it just ha- it happened iteratively, literally. It, it was, um, and then it was about putting the processes, the systems and building the business around it. That was the hard part. And that's where sure. my wife has just been a, has been a rock star and being able to uh, implement those. And she's a, she's a systems guru um, mm-hmm. coming from luxury fashion and taking her, her role. She was the VP of Christian Louboutin for uh, mm-hmm. about eight years and um, uh, took them from $220 million to, just over 3 billion in in her eight years there. So like she knows systems, she knows team, she knows all these things. And so kind of combining us together to be able to help build this and structure this in a way that um, was purposeful and intentional um, to be able to scale and really help and impact uh, millions of people has, has been a lot of fun. I love that, right? Because it sounds like, um, right. And what I want to get my into my audience's brain, right? Like this wasn't an overnight success story, right? Like you've worked hard since you, like you said, 25 plus years, right? As a 12 year old, when you figured out, you know, your body and, and getting healthy, how you can do that, the different, because you heard him audience, he, he was reading medical journals, he was reading, he was doing all kinds of stuff, right? Because I've had other people on here too. And I, what I like to tell my audience is, you know, sometimes you see these people and it seems as if it was an overnight success because you didn't hear of them before. But I love bringing on these guests like yourself that have worked hard and gone through the trenches, right? And done the work to become successful, right? And I've overcome those challenges. And what I love about you, Justin, right? I know you're God-centered, right? Like everything comes from God, right? I believe the same thing. I don't have anything, anything, I have or everything I have is because God's God is in my life today and he um he's given me purpose, right? And I'm still, mm-hmm. you know, even though I'm in my 50s, you know, my mid 50s here pretty soon, I love learning and I love interviewing people who have gone through this this journey with like yourself and and others and how they share with my audience, right, the different aspects of life whatever business that is, right? Because we can relate business to life a lot. I see it as if you have a good business, you got a good life, right? Most of the time that the people that I've interviewed is because they practice what they preach. They're not just here to say, hey, Max, you do this, you're going to become successful. Um, you know, and some of the people that I follow, right? Like Andy Frisella, who owns First Form a supplement company, right? He always talks about, he goes, you want to make the world a better place. You got to start with you. You have to become a better person, right? And like you said, it's physically, mental, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Um, And I always say I'm a work in progress, right? So I'm always honored to have guests like yourself. So 
Thank you so much for for sharing some of the things you've had so far. Um, so being two years old in this company, what are some of the challenges you face today, right? Or with COVID, when COVID kicked in and like, what were some of those challenges like? Yeah, I mean, we've been we've been 100% remote since day one. So um, not just how we serve people, but um, our team. So uh, we were one of the companies that um, COVID kind of highlighted and kind of showed like, you can do everything this way. And uh, like I said, we've been completely virtual with our clients. Like we work, we have, we have clients in five different countries. Um, we work um, completely remote. Not one of our coaches in, is in one of the same cities. Our executive team is all over the country. Um, we've got, uh, uh, so, so that's kind of been that process. I think if you look at it, like the, the things that like we're struggling with is, uh, or something that constantly comes up is um, continuing to build um, the team and the systems around the growth of the company. And it's just something that you continue to work with, continue to, because um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a guy who's continually tinkering, right? Continually, <laughs> I've got this vision of where we're going. And as you hit a certain level, right. um, you can't tinker as easily. You're not as agile because there's systems, there's processes, right. there's um, SOPs uh, that you have to follow. And um, so being able to make sure that you do have um, a way to really kind of do it in a purposeful way, uh, I think is I think is probably one of the toughest things that we're at now with um, the number of clients we serve and the uh, and the complexity that can kind of sometimes happen there. And that's awesome, right? Because it sounds like you're always trying to better those systems and processes so you can better serve your clients, um, which to me is, is if you're a good business or a great business, that's what you're always striving for, right? To be better and to make sure that your clients are taken care of and that you have those systems in place. Totally. And it's just And it's just like in life, right? Being... So like we just had grandbaby number 10 right before Christmas, right? Oh, so, wow. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So I feel like I'm this big CEO of the family, right? Which I'm not. My wife is the matriarch of the family, but you know what I mean? But like I'm always trying to dial in how I show up for my family, right? Physically, emotionally, spiritually. So because I want to leave a legacy and it sounds like you're leaving a big legacy the way you do your business and how you handle yourself personally and stuff like that. Right. Um, it's always a work in progress. So what I want to ask you now is um, some things that I've learned, right. In becoming an adult and trying to um, and starting my own business and, and working in the industry that I do, it's always constantly changing. Right. Um, so what is the biggest challenge to date? right that you see other people running into whether it's a fitness or, or what you're doing or any business right out there since covid hit there's a lot of stuff i see that's kind of like there's some big challenges out there right now i think i think the biggest thing that i hear or that i see in people that are um trying to take this on is they try to play everybody else's game. 
They try to they try to follow everybody else's routines. They try to do what everybody else is doing rather than again leaning back into your calling, leaning back into what you need to do. Lean, I said it, like you don't need my morning routine or night routine. You don't need another laundry list of to-dos. You need something that's purposeful for you. What's the big rocks? What's going to move the needle for you? And let's get specific on that. Let's get let's let's help you understand that. Let's help you understand your vessel and your game. Let's create a time energy shield around you so that you don't have to take in all of that information, take in all of those um complex uh opinions of everybody else that's out there. And let's just figure out what you need. Let's get really specific to that. And that's what you focus on because where your attention goes, your energy flows and where your energy flows is the results that you're going to get. And if you're focused on what everybody else is doing and wondering why you're not getting those same results, it's because it wasn't built for you. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's not your calling. That's not where you're supposed to be. And when you all of a sudden become realigned all that pain, all that suffering, all the discomfort kind of goes away. It's just like the chiropractor, right? We all know what it's like to have a slip disc or we move funny and we got a little bit of pain. We're in misalignment, but we go to the chiropractor, everything comes realigned and we feel better again. Right. Well, the same thing happens with our life is we have to make sure that the things that we are doing, the inputs that we're putting in to our life are aligned with where we're trying to go and what our body, mind, spirit are actually requiring of us. And when we talk about our soul, heart, mind, body, and environment, if those things are misaligned in any way, shape, and form, we're going to be in disintegration. Right. And I've I've experienced that disintegration over my lifetime. Trust me. Um, thank you for, for sharing that, Justin. Um, so there's a couple of questions I want to ask you that I like to ask my guests, right? Um, Fearless, right? I wrote a book called, same as my my podcast, right? Fearless Happiness. So I like to ask my guests, right? You sound like you've been through so much and you've come so far. What does fearless mean to you, Justin? And how does that show up every day for you? Fearless is being deeply rooted in God. That's it. I, there, there, if you're deeply rooted in God and you're deeply connected, you have nothing to fear. There's nothing that you can't accomplish that you can't do because when that guy's for you, nothing can be against you. I love it. I love that. Right. Cause it's true. Right. Um, it's like faith without works is dead. Right. If I know if I'm keeping my faith strong, like I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Right. I haven't, I mean, I wouldn't say I, I'm totally fearless, right? There's always some kind of fear, of course, right? Being a husband and a grandfather. and But I overall, when I keep my faith, like you said, uh, rooted in God, and, and I believe that truly, too, that there's nothing I can't accomplish. So thank you for sharing that. And then I come up with happiness, and I put a Y in there for a reason. Uh, what does happiness mean to you on a daily basis? Uh, knowing I put the Y in there, and well, how does that show up for you? I think it comes back to the the word um, integrated. Like if you live a truly integrated and aligned life um, based off of your calling and and what your desires are, you're always going to be happy. And I, I think I think happy is like it's a state of being that a lot of us are chasing. 
And it's okay not to be happy all the time. I think it's joy that we're seeking, where joy is something that's deep and integrated into the soul. Like that's a, it's a part that's woven into the fabric of our soul, like true joy. It's a promise that the Lord gives us is seek me and you'll find joy. And when we can come at it from, from an angle of, again, which is why fearless is connected to God and the happiness component is living aligned. Um, so I guess to answer your question, fearless happiness to me means having God at the root of of, of your alignment and integration. I love it. I love it. Absolutely agree with you 100% there. And it took me a while to get to that spot, Justin, but now that I am right where I, I realize it's okay to not be okay sometimes and that it's, I'm not always going to be happy because things aren't going my way, but what I seek is that joy, like doing this with you, like truly brings me joy, right? Having these guests come on my podcast and share their experiences with my audience. Um, so what I like to ask too now, if if I have someone in the audience that wants to reach out to you and work with you, how do they get a hold of you, Justin? Yeah, there's two places you can go. The first is just find me on Instagram at Justin, R-O-E-T-H. Um, at Justin Roth. I'm super active there, um, very present. And then the second space is uh, just uh, on our website, which is ownitcoaching.com. And a whole bunch of information, a lot of easy ways to for, for you guys to reach out to us from there. Awesome. So you hear that, everybody? So you can find Justin on Instagram or at ownitcoaching.com. One more question I love to ask my guests before we we part ways, my friend, is I always like to ask my guests, what is the one piece of advice that you would give my audience to help them grow as a human being and become better every day? One piece of advice. Choose love. I mean, at the end of the day, it all comes back to uh, being one, a little bit more like God every single day. And when we choose love, we're choosing to be like Christ. And I think if you can choose love in the good times and you can choose love in the hard times, it's when you get rewarded. Uh, your hard times are nothing but tests, nothing but tests. And if you can choose love in the hard times, God's promise is 30, 60, a hundred times um, uh, in abundance. So the hard times choose love and the good times choose love. And you'll find that uh, that you're rewarded abundantly. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that with my audience. You heard it, everybody. If Justin made you think, if he made you go, hmm, if you learned something, please leave a review, five-star review, so people can come find it. Thank you, Justin, so much for coming on and taking time out of your busy schedule. I really enjoyed this. So until next time, everybody, um, I will see you later. And uh, have a good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, everybody. You've been listening to Fearless Happiness. The numbers on addiction are absolutely stunning. Max lived in addiction for years and during that time made some terrible choices, losing his family, friends, and career. But he turned his life around. And now Max works as a substance abuse counselor helping people in their recovery. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun along the way. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, 
time, hit the website at maxnaced.com. On Facebook at max.naced. Till next time, keep the fight, and we'll see you soon.